0: Tuned into America's Positive Radio Talk Show, David Essel live, rocking across the USA. I'm fired up because I've got one of my best buddies back on the air, James Smitty Smith, a top TV host in the United States of America. And we're going to be talking about people that he has interviewed, names that you know very well, like uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Hugh Jackman, Mark Wahlberg. And what do these people do to stay at the top of their game? Uh, How do they emulate the top athletes in the world, mentally and physically, in order for these people to stay at the top of their game in the world of um, entertainment? And and most importantly, that we'll find out from Smitty, is that what are these these tools that these people use and how can you and I apply them to our lives? Because you know for the past 23 years, that has been the quest of the show. We not only want to have... Uh, Conversations about celebrities and celebrity TV hosts and radio hosts and authors and all the cool people we have on as guests. But we want to take it to the next level and say, okay, now how do we use this? How can this help me? Can you dig it? 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK. That's what it's all about. If you want to text us during the show, it's 941-266-7676, 941-266-7676. Exciting to be on the air for 23 years now, and we're really damn proud to be part of the premier radio clear channel, iHeartRadio Network. Welcome aboard, gang. And don't forget that exactly after the show tonight, uh, just a little while afterwards, Nathan is going to be having all of these shows Archived from today. So they'll join the hundreds of hundreds of other shows we have archived on our site at talkdavid.com. So if you're listening, you go, oh my gosh, you know, my girlfriend, my wife, my husband, my brother, my sister, my mom, my best friend love Hugh Jackman and they've got to hear what Smitty had to say about him and how we can apply those tools to our life. Just go to talkdavid.com after the show. If they missed it live, we can listen to it right afterwards, which is really cool. Uh, James Smith, I have known Smitty for a very long time. He's one of the top television hosts in America right now. He hosts his own show, In This Corner in this corner tv.com you can check out all the information uh, started out in the world of sports himself in football and boxing as he has said many times on the show in order to save his pretty face he decided to get out of the world of sports and into the world of broadcasting he's been doing it on radio and tv ever since
1: smitty welcome back to the show you know you did that little line can you dig it you, you threw me back to a movie i'm gonna probably put on later on tonight Called Warriors from back in the '80s, where there's a famous scene in there where the guy Cyrus, I think, was his name, in the beginning goes, "Can you dig it?" And so you just <laughs> you threw me back with that line, so I'm I'm in a good mood now. Oh, awesome, Smitty. Well, can you <laughs> dig it? Can you? That's I can, you the know, I, Hey, I can dig it. You know, you when you mention that to me, when I do speeches uh, uh, to young kids, especially. And I and I talk about how I began and and I had this visualization which turned into an actualization and it and and I and I I never forget it and I love sharing the story, David. And it was with when I first met Muhammad Ali, I'm a little 10, 11 year old kid, and you know, and Ali sees me waiting on him at the corner at the Fifth Street Gym, and he puts his arm around me and walks me up the rickety stairs, and he takes me underneath this rope which uh, cordoned off the the you know, the fans. Uh, you know, from the fighters and namely guys like Ali, and, you know, at some point he had said to me, I, I remember, and I'll try to do the old Ali voice, he said, little white kid, what do you want to be if you ever grow up? And I, I said, Muhammad, I, I want to be like, like Johnny Carson, because I I saw you on his show, and I love any and he said, you know, little white boy, you will have your own show someday, because you're just like me. Man, you never shut up. Because I talked all the time, and you know, that was my visualization as a little boy. I remember writing it down and saying, I'm going to have my, and I'm not Johnny Carson, doggone it, I I wish I had a couple more zeros like Carson did, and not, not as many wives as he ended up with, but you know, I do have my own show, and it started with with a with a with a with a dream that turned that I put into action, and bam! Here, here I am, nine thousand years later. I think back at that time uh,
0: to have that encouragement from such a mega superstar athlete had to really blow your own mind.
1: It it, it did, and again, the picture that that hangs above my fireplace. It's on my Facebook too, but is a picture of Ali looking up at me with this just inc- look of, like, who the heck is this little kid? <laughs> and, you know, Paul Warfield, the former great Miami Dolphin, told me something recently, nearly brought me to tears. He said, you don't, you don't get it, man. We kind of dug you because you had such this enthusiasm and confidence, and you're this scrawny little 100-pound little kid coming up to us. Then, by the way, black." men and athletes, right. and, and just with this invigoration and, and confidence, and, 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 you know, that's the thing that, man, if, if that's the thing, passion, if you've you got to have mm-hmm. passion, and we're going to get into this, I'm certain, but that's yes. where it begins, passion.
0: And, and you know, the other thing that jumped into my, in my head as you're talking, Smitty, and all of our listeners can benefit from this wherever they are in life, is uh, that is to not see color to not see limitation, uh, or to not see the wheelchair, or to whatever it might be. You know, like, they they saw that you did not see color. You saw them as athletes, as human beings. And they also saw, obviously, your passion. But they saw something in you that you had no judgment, which they absolutely ate up, appreciated, and understood.
1: Yeah, and, and, you know, and and, and I do believe, and you don't see limitation. At times, you get a little brighter. Like, you know, I probably thought I could— play basketball for the Lakers at five foot nothing. But sure. <laughs> I, but sure. it was at least I could go to as far as I could go and maybe become a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Larry Bird on television. So, yeah, yeah limitation, you, you, you know, I, I, I don't believe in seeing it. Again, passion, though, and I'm, I want to throw another word yeah. out there because it used to be thrown out a lot about me, enthusiasm. Because, you know, David, with all the people that – uh, and you, 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 you kind of worked with me at a time in my life when I, I, I started to have a little, a little uh, wane in, in my enthusiasm because of things that were going on in my personal life. And, you know, you, you jumped uh, into a situation with me where that came back. And once the enthusiasm came back, you know, basically I, I, was, I, I shifted into where I am now.
0: Right on. You know, Smitty. You and I, in in the past twenty plus years, have had a. Ch- we've been so blessed. You know, you and your world, mine and my world, interviewing some people that are just mind blowing. You know, athletes, actors, celebrities, etc. And I'm going to go into a series of actors that you have interviewed, and I'm going to talk to, uh, I want you to and to talk to us about the interviews, the people, and what their special gifts are that they bring to the plate that brought them to the highest level that they have been, uh, that they've each achieved in their, their given fields of acting. The first one I'm going to start with is Hugh Jackman. When you interviewed him, I believe for the movie Real Steel.
1: Yeah, he was getting ready. He was getting ready. That movie was getting ready to come out and... Uh... What a highlight for not only me, more importantly, my daughter. Because, uh, like everybody else, she's got a crush on Hugh Jackman, and she's in the <laughs> right. she's in the Broadway and entertainment field as a young college actress. Yeah, that it was the movie Real Steel.
0: Yeah, and and what was it that you got from him? Like, what were gifts or talents, or what was it that you saw that was special in him that all of our listeners could benefit from to take their life to the next level?
1: Well, one of the things Hugh does, and look at you know him and whether it be a Broadway play you know, Le Miz or Wolverine or even in real steel. He takes tremendous pride in his craft, and it starts with his preparation, his body. He gets him, he works his behind off to get in splendid condition to play the part. And in order to do that, he has to be extremely, he told me, with his diet discipline. So mm-hmm. here's a guy with a ton of money who's already done a ton of things and, right. again, when he goes into this work mode, it's nothing but discipline, and he does not let the distractions, I think, get in the way.
0: And, and it's fascinating because all of us think that at that level it's about the money. Yeah. But it's not for a lot of those people, is it?
1: No, not for guys, Well, especially for the older school guys who've made it the hard way and come up. It's It's certainly not about the money. It's about, in fact, there's always a little tiny bit, I think, a chip, The greatest actors, football players, baseball players, anything, they always seem to have a little chip on your shoulder. Uh, I don't know, David, you and I have been on the air uh, pretty consistently, but there are times when maybe there was something going on it's the thought of not being on the air, not being in the movie, not mm. doing the next Wolverine or Broadway player. It's that chip, you know that that really I think, and I think you should always have that little chip, yes. even when you're on, yes. even when you're at the top of your game. A uh, great fighters, I know this man. They better sometimes they purposely create doubt in right. order so they'll have that chip and have that edge.
0: Yeah, I, no, I think it, I think what you're saying here is so crucial, is no matter where you are, if, you, if you're listening right now and you're struggling, you've got to have that fight, that fire, in order to make it. And if you're at a good level in life, you better find it to keep it going so we don't have to take those two or three or four steps backwards. We're, you're listening to David Essel Live. My guest is James Smitty Smith and his website, InThisCornerTV.com in this corner tv.com we're going to come back we're talking about the stars he's interviewed and tips that they have used and shared with him that we can use to bring our life to the next level coming up after Hugh Jackson or Jackman we'll talk about Samuel L. Jackson Mark Wahlberg and more everything is archived at talkdavid.com stay there the
2: we
0: David.com.
3: When I began working with David Essel, I was a single mom, completely disempowered and living in fear.
2: Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are learning how to change their lives.
3: And now, just one year later, I am the executive director of a nonprofit and really feeling my power in the world.
2: Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's
3: TalkDavid.com. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business. But if you're emptying your bank account to buy toner, it's time for a better solution. Keep more of your money with the Toner Kings. Just head online to thetonerkings.com, order toner, and save up to 60% off dealer prices. You'll find all the leading toner brands to fit your office machines. And you can trust thetonerkings.com. They supply toner for organizations like the American Red Cross, Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield, and Lockheed Martin. And they've been a leading toner supplier for over 18 years years. TheTonerKings.com offers a 100% guarantee on every product, so there's no risk in trying a new toner solution. And there's no waiting either. Shipping is fast and always free with The Toner Kings. Stop emptying your wallet to restock your toner supply. Get free shipping and save up to 60% off typical toner prices. It's that simple. So why not shop where the Fortune 500 companies get their toner? Only at TheTonerKings.com. Visit TheTonerKings.com today. That's TheTonerKings.com. Life is short, and it's getting shorter every
4: day. Are you finished procrastinating over your biggest goals in life? Would you like to finally make a lot more money or lose that extra fat? It's time to stop talking about goals and actually achieve them. Master Life Coach David Essel can help you accomplish your biggest goals in life. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at talkdavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. Visit talkdavid.com today. Millions of women right now are needlessly suffering from dependencies to food, alcohol, smoking, and prescription medicines. These dependencies can age a woman's face by 10 years or more and destroy her chances of ever experiencing a deep, connective love relationship. Heal with Master Addiction Recovery Coach David Essel's one-on-one recovery program. Register today for any of David's life coaching plans at TalkDavid.com and get an extra session with David absolutely free. That's TalkDavid.com.
3: You're tuned in to David Essel Live, America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at TalkDavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel. Oh, yes, and my guest today is James Smitty
0: Smith, one of the top TV hosts in the USA. He hosts his own show, InThisCornerTV.com is where you can find information. InThisCornerTV.com is where you want to find out more information about James Smith, uh, the individuals that he is currently interviewing, who he's working with. We, we had him on just a week ago. We had Mr. Smith on, and we are talking about his interviews with Sylvester Stallone, uh, Robert De Niro. Today we just got done talking about Hugh Jackman and the key that he that, that that Smitty has seen him use to become that professional in in Broadway on film is discipline. Next, Smitty, I want to go to your interview with Samuel L. Jackson.
1: Yeah, that that he's a, a guy who, by the way, talk about. A guy who's uh, always working. I think his films have grossed more money than any in the, any actor in the history. You know, from a Jedi warrior to a drug addict to Pulp Fiction to to resurrecting yeah. the champion, and, and, and even as even even a, a an unmemorable Snake on a Damn Plane movie and all those. But <laughs> what I dug about him so much is, you know, he's just he, he he's a guy who really you talk about somebody who was at the depths i mean he was a, a drug addict and talked openly and candidly about that and he he really wanted to see how he could perform without being on drugs and he found out that when he you know is when he got off and got clean and got sober he just said that wow, everything came from a different perspective. Everything that was, you know, uh, and he could do it. I mean, he was so damn talented, he could perform like that, but he said that everything was just so much easier and the path was so much clearer and everything else started to work that, you know, instead of just doing a part, doing a movie, then going and getting high or whatever, all the other things in life that were escaping him or he was letting escape by his escape Uh, came to fruition and it was a, an amazing thing, and he also talked about you know being from the generation who uh, of a guy who really remembers who about martin, martin luther king and, and all the struggles of uh you know blacks from the past and in appreciation for what he has accomplished and and just a guy that can play any any role imaginable. He was one of my favorite, and he paid me one of the great compliments of my career when he said, right after the show, and I think we captured it on tape, he said, Man, this may have been the one of the best, if not the best, interview I've ever done. And I think it's because I went at it from a a sports genre rather than just some TMZ, kiss your behind because you're an actor type thing. That's not the way I roll.
0: Yeah, right. Now, do you remember, did he say, uh, Smitty, what, what, what was the trigger that got him clean and sober? Did he say, at, was there like an event? Was there something that he finally r- surrendered and said, I, I need to get out of you this? You know
1: what? It wasn't anything amazing like something bad. I, mm. I remember him saying that I think it was his his wife asking, him to, why don't you try it? Why don't you clean up and see how things will go? And he did, mm. and he just liked it better. I mean, he just liked it better, liked the way he felt yeah. better, and, and, and it, yeah, it wasn't anything he didn't, because again, he, he was, it was amazing, he says, hey, and we know, because we know a lot of singers, uh, most of them aren't here now, uh, that performed under the influence, and they were pretty oh damn gosh. good, I can think of a yes. few, Hendrix and Morrison and Japlin, but they're no longer here, their careers ended yeah. abruptly.
0: You know, Smitty, in in the early 90s, and, and his name is escaping me now, and I can see his face, I interviewed the lead guitarist for Jethro Tull. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jethro told the lead singer, is Ian Anderson. And, uh, and actually, uh, just a couple years ago, I interviewed Ian Anderson again for the, I don't know how many a time, and he's just an amazing, amazing individual. But the lead guitarist was a guy who used to perform on stage, he said, out of his mind, drunk and on drugs. Just he doesn't even remember, you know, gig after gig after gig, and he was outstanding drunk, he was an outstanding guitarist, drunk. He was an outstanding so he was really guitarist.
1: bungling in the jungle, I guess. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, and, and so when I, when I met him and, and interviewed him, and I, they invited me to a concert, and I went backstage, and I remember talking to him about, and he, he's, he was no longer doing drugs. This is the guitarist. He was no longer doing drugs or alcohol. And, and I asked him those very questions. Well, what, are you having fun? What's it like? And he said, oh, my Lord. He said, it, it's everything times a million. It's effortless now. I don't have to worry and think, am I doing the right thing? In the back of my mind, I was always wondering, am I on key? Am I working with the band? He said, now, David, it just flows. Yeah, and, and, kind and, of you know, and that goes yeah.
1: that goes for, for everything. By the way, guys listening that think sex is better when they're high or drunk, it's not. right, right. Right. Oh, my
0: God, Smitty, I'm so glad you said that. Do you know that about three months ago while I was on the air, I'm working with a couple, and they're trying to enhance their relationship, and I asked them to give up alcohol for 30 days, and they did. And they were going away on vacation for four days, and they were very nervous about going away. But this is their first vacation they had ever gone in on their life. They were going to be sober. And I got a text in the middle of the show from the wife saying, we just had the most amazing sex in our lives, and we were sober, and we both can't believe it.
1: Yeah, and I, and, and guys, by the way, or women, you you won't have to worry about waking up the next day and saying, who the heck was that?
0: <laughs> or 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 was I any good? Or was
1: <laughs> well, I, I've never exactly had that experience or thought, David. Uh, but uh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, one of my favorite, and and again, the the, the one of the most diverse uh, actors. But yeah, he he getting clean, getting sober, a key for him.
0: Yeah, I love it. Hey, coming up, in, in right at the end of this break, um, we're going to talk more with Smitty about Mark Wahlberg, who not only was in The Fighter, which is what we're going to probably cover with, with Smitty, and he interviewed him for The Fighter. I'm assuming that would be correct. Is that right, Smitty?
1: Yeah, he, yeah. him and Christian Bale were the two that I interviewed in preparation for, for that movie.
0: Awesome. And we'll talk about Mark and Christian. and uh, And also, as everyone knows, Mark Wahlberg right now is in a highly celebrated film, um, a, a, about the 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 lone survivor uh, of a Navy SEALs attack overseas, and and it's a hu- it's getting huge rave rave reviews. As a matter of fact, but we're going to come back. James Smith, Smitty's website is TV dot com. TV dot com. Twenty plus years. How many years now have you been in radio and television, Smitty?
1: Uh, the first little radio thing or television thing I did was with an interview. I just was thinking about it the other with Tommy Hearns in nineteen eighty. I think 85, 86, something like that. Oh, damn, a long time. That's
0: a long time. So we're talking a hell of but, a lot but, more but, than but twenty. But wait
1: years. a minute! I was on Paul Warfield's show when I was twelve years old, in <laughs> early in nineteen seventy two, as a, as a guest. So we're going back to twelve years old, and I'm and I'm going to be fifth, fifth. Um, never mind. Let's go to a break.
0: Yeah, we're going to a break, and you don't need to know the numbers because numbers aren't important, ladies and gentlemen. In this corner, TV.com with James Smith. Our website, all of these interviews are archived, so if you have friends that go, hey, this would be really good for my friend to hear about Hugh Jackman and Samuel L. Jackson and Mark Wahlberg, the guys that Smitty has interviewed who he's sharing with us, go to talkdavid.com anytime after 10 o'clock tonight, Eastern Time on Saturday. Thousands of interviews there for you at talkdavid.com. Stay there.
3: David Essel alive America's positive radio show. Like us on Facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at talkdavid.com. Now here's your host, Mr. Motivation, David Essel.
0: Hi, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, we welcome you aboard. Uh, my guest right now, James Smitty Smith, he's the host of the very popular television show In This Corner uh, in this corner tv.com you can find out his website he has interviewed uh, the top athletes the top actors in the world uh, over the past 30 years and now we're talking to him tonight about some of the people Hugh Jackman uh, Samuel L. Jackson Mark Wahlberg people that he interviewed when when, when Smitty was sharing earlier about what he pull, took away from the Hugh Jackman interview was the discipline that this man had from Samuel L. Jackson how his life changed. With sobriety, and now we're going to move in, Smitty, to Mark Wahlberg. When you interviewed him for the Fighter, what what did you grab from Mark? A fascinating human being.
1: Yeah, very talented. Uh, I, I think much more talented in in, in terms of uh, with with the whole movie thing and producing and directing than than he was as Marky Mark or whatever the heck he was with. <laughs> right, the rac- right. He, he loves boxing, so you know he he just loves this, this the stories. And again, another guy who is attached to physicality, he loves to keep his body in, in great shape and his mind in great shape. And, 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 and again, I think a guy who has really gotten close, so close with his family and spirituality just seems like, to me, with all the stuff going on, he's really, really a close-knit guy with his family with his wife and kids in Boston, and, um, you know, loves the, loves the sport of uh, boxing. He played my good friend Mickey Ward, did a great job of it, because, you know, as an actor, he, he, he's not a Robert De Niro type or even a Christian Bale who, wh- wh- right. was his, uh, you know, played Dickie Eklund in, the, in that movie, uh, who was Mickey Ward's brother and another, if you talk about a character. Uh, in fact, going into that, when I interviewed both of them, I said that that, that movie would do well and I said that I thought Christian Bale would win his first Oscar, which he did uh, for that movie. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know, Mark's a talented guy, and another guy who's extremely, really, a, again, I'm using the same words, but it's the same. It, he's disciplined. I mean, right. he he is so focused and disciplined, and does not get involved with all the outside. Uh, distractions and things, and I could see when I walked into the room. You know, when you interview a lot of these guys, David, and you do these Hollywood things, it's a little different than my show where I'm in total control. A lot of times when I go into these, they'll tell you, "Oh, don't talk to him." Of course, I don't listen to any of the, any of the people who tell me what not to do. I immediately do it. I go right <laughs> up to the actor, put my arm, punch him in the arm, and and develop a different you know so that they view me from a different place. Yeah. Um, and I could just see the focus in his eyes and the way he looked and the way he paid attention. I know that sounds simple, but how many people today focus? I mean, well, I was yeah. at a restaurant the other day. The entire damn family was on the phone, you know, mm. or there, somebody's mm. on an iPad. Or, you know, right. so, and I, and I know we all do it. Sort of, I have all my stuff mm. next to me, but... It's probably why we don't go to the depths of creativity and excellence, because there's too many distractions. He's Absolutely. very focused, very determined, very disciplined, very organized.
0: I love it. I love it. And, and to think, you know, this guy, this kid... When he was a kid, he came from a troubled background i mean this he did not come from an easy life he He, he was a kid in Boston in trouble with the law on a regular basis and well and remember
1: the- he relates that to fighters. remember we spoke last week about fighters all come from that depressed. You know right. chaotic, dysfunctional type family, he had created right. a lot of his own, and that's why he relates. but in playing that part and separating and start and play and examining and writing about and playing that, it let him look at it from a different thing and say, "Hey, you know, I don't want to be like this, you know, I want to write about this and and and, and whatever, and so again, that's a good point
0: yeah yeah, 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 fascinating it is and and I could see him connect deeply with that role of the boxer. Because he knows that life, he knows the origins of it. You know, Smitty.
1: Yeah, and it's good when you do that kind of stuff. Also, because it boxing will humble you. Uh, for all your your listeners out there, women and men who want to get into great shape, it's early. There's no better. There's all kinds of great workouts, but there's no better workout in the world than boxing, hitting the heavy bag, hitting the speed bag, hitting the double end bag, skipping rope. I'm not talking about the stupid things like I do, get, getting hit. I don't mean that part. <laughs> I mean the other stuff where you're working out. Right. But I'm going to tell you, you want to get humbled? Hit the heavy bag for about three minutes with gloves right. on, and all of a sudden you'll walk away saying, damn, I'm not yeah. so tough after all.
0: That, that's right. Hey, hey, moving, staying within that movie, The Fighter. Christian Bale. I just watched an amazing movie that he did that probably won't get a lot of attention. It was called Out of the Furnace. But, but it, it's a. Have you movie ever seen The
1: Machinist?
0: Yes, I have.
1: Yeah, where he got Absolutely. down to about ninety pounds.
0: <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. He He's a guy that's fascinating as an actor. Yeah. What was it like to interview him? What did you pick up? We picked up from Mark Wahlberg well, the discipline and the focus.
1: What did you pick because up? Because he's a, a Welshman, the first thing I went up and did is punched him in the arm and, and told him I'm a big – uh, good friends with uh, Joe Calzaghi, who's from Wales. He didn't even know who Joe was, but I think <laughs> me hit, hitting him, you know, because so he, he scares so many reporters because he can be a rather truculent guy, uh, you yeah. know, and, and a rather pugnacious guy. I found him to be quite charming. I think he digs deeper than any actor out there mm-hmm. today. He, you talk about getting away. He just gets so absorbed in his roles and again, that again takes tremendous mental focus to be able to go into character, and and I mean not only mentally. It's you know a lot of guy, a lot of actors can do it mentally. They can study yes. a dialect and do this and do. But to do it physically, to get. I mean, if the if the role says you got to weigh 127 pounds, and he's normally a buck 75 or eight. You know, it, 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 he just he digs deep. And in order to dig deep, that means you have to be able to separate yourself from what is your normal reality right. and become That's the right. thing. And he does that, in my opinion, better mm. than any actor out there today. He gets 100% absorbed in character.
0: In in every individual, ladies and gentlemen, that we're talking about that James Smith uh, Smithy has interviewed, we, we started with uh, Hugh Jackman, we went to Samuel Jackson to Mark Wahlberg, Christian Bale, I'll tell you something that I'm seeing that is coming up that each and every one of us can benefit from in lifting our own lives ahead financially, spiritually, relationship-wise with our body. In the year 2014, that is greater focus and discipline. Smitty, I'm hearing that with each of these stars that you've talked about.
1: And you know where, where it even starts? I, I would recommend anybody who loves movies, loves music, loves Broadway, loves whatever... To carry a uh, is I do. Does anybody know what a pad and paper is anymore, or whatever? You can use. <laughs> As a I guess fact, I'm writing down one phone. right now. But to write yes. it down, because if you, everything in my life, from I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna get a get a job at the Olympiad with David Essel, uh, <laughs> to I'm gonna have my own TV show, to I'm on David's show today at, at five, uh, you know, Pacific time write it down when you write something down it becomes that fir- that's your first action that's your first discipline write it down and then follow and one thing that i think we can do my daughter has told me this who's a who, what's really helped her in cleaning her room is she writes it down now and it, she no longer has to re- remember to clean her room it's a habit because it's part of the script and sometimes right. if we script our life with to have discipline as part of the script it might sound silly But I think it might work for you.
0: I love it. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we have our free book, The Power of Focus, at our website, TalkDavid.com, to take everything that Smitty and I are talking about today to the next level. Smitty, it is always more than a pleasure. I mean that sincerely, my man, to have you on the show. And thank you so much for jumping in and sharing your wonderful wisdom with us.
1: When are you going to come down to Vegas to visit me, my friend? <laughs> I know. I've got to get
0: to Vegas. Hey, when's the next good fight going on there that I could, I could join you and, and visit you there?
1: Well, you know what? We've got a huge one coming up. My uh, redheaded friend Canelo Alvarez takes on Alfredo Angulo March the 8th, a historic date. That's 1971 is when Ali and Frazier first met on that date. March 8th yeah. at the MGM Grand. I probably can arrange for you to... Uh, to uh, have a ticket, so let us talk about you and I getting yes. together. The only one problem, David, it's on a Saturday. How are you gonna you're gonna have to oh. run the best of David Essel.
0: Uh, we're gonna have to run the best of on March eighth, as I'll be with Smitty in Vegas. <laughs> I love it. Sounds good. Hey. Great being with <laughs> All right, you, again. Smitty. We'll, we'll we'll connect off air. Have a great night. Thanks, Dave. All right, man. One 548 talk. The text if you want to text us nine four one. 266-7676 Focus and discipline to make more money Get a better body Find deep love Whatever you want As Smitty said, write it down And get our free book, The Power of Focus At TalkDavid.com More of your texts and emails now Coming up after these messages Stay there as she's out the door,
2: Like she did
4: One thousand times before
0: the new year is upon us, and it's time. Time to start living the life you've always dreamed of. I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, at talkdavid.com. We're giving away one million copies of The Power of Focus, and it's free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive.
2: Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, Three. Office machines and toner are a fact of life in every business, but why pay high dealer prices for your toner cartridges? Call the Toner Kings. They sell all toner cartridges for up to 60% less. The Toner Kings have been in business for over 18 years, and they offer free shipping and a 100% quality guarantee on every purchase. So head online to thetonerkings.com. That's thetonerkings.com. Mention you heard this ad on XM Radio and get an additional 20% off your first toner order.
0: David.com. I think the cool thing about David Essel's way of teaching really is the way he asked the right questions and then had me do the homework to write down the answers to those questions.
2: Clients who have worked one-on-one with Master Life Coach David Essel are creating the life they've always wanted.
0: So happy to say that next month will be four years sober, and I owe a lot of that to David Essel's help and friendship through the process.
2: Their success has come from focus and accountability with David, and the same can happen for you. Life coaching programs start at under $200, so visit TalkDavid.com. That's TalkDavid.com. Creating a daily focus on your spiritual path ultimately brings us to peace of mind, an amazing gift we get to give
0: ourselves every day. I'm David Essel, author and master life coach. If you desire that inner peace, contact me now at talkdavid.com. Let's work together to create a plan to help you get the peace you deserve. If you're serious about life change, we want to work with you. Contact me at talkdavid.com. That's talkdavid.com. It's time for change, and I can help you get there at talkdavid.com.
2: sing for
3: tuned in to david essel live america's positive radio show like us on facebook and listen to hundreds of inspirational archive shows at TalkDavid.com. now here's your host mr motivation david
0: essel coast to coast helping you have faith and to build belief in yourself which is what we really want to do every saturday six to seven or uh 6 to 9 Eastern, 5, 3 to 6 Pacific. i <laughs> getting my hours straight here. Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. Welcome aboard. I'm David Essel. And, you know, before I go to this next one, this woman just wrote in and said, uh, listening to you and your guests talk about focus, I want to focus on love. But before we go to that, and I will get to your, your text in just a second, I, I wanted to share this about, you know, f- what, what faith is. So James Smith, Smitty, and I were talking about these people who are focused and disciplined, very successful people and we need this, you need this, I need this to become more focused, more disciplined, but we also need to have faith, a faith outside of a religious context or a spiritual context. The definition is simply belief in the yet unseen, belief in the yet unattained. So there's got to be a place through the use of visualization and affirmation in your mind, in writing, where you really start to believe that what you desire is possible, regardless of the damn odds. And this is what people who overcome great odds have to do. They have to use the power of faith, belief in the yet unseen. Do that in your life, like starting right now. Okay, let me get to this text. Uh, just listen to you and your guest talk about focus. I want to focus on love. Yet my roommate says to play the field, relax, and love will find you somewhere down the road. How can you date, as she does, two people at once? And be honest. My roommate seems to do this. The benefits, she says, in all ways are great. And she's very attentive to both man's needs. I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> listen. This is all about personality type. It's about upbringing. It's about the environment. It, it, you know, if, if you're raised in an environment uh, and in your environment that dating two people at one time, playing the field, going easy in the world of dating in regards to commitment is not in your blood, meaning you didn't see it growing up and no one talked about it or they talked about just the opposite, this is going to be a hard thing for you to do. It could even be something as basic as a personality type. A person, there could be a personality type that is really focused on focus, that they're not good at multitasking. And trust me, if you want to see what the ultimate of multitasking is, it's dating two people at the same time. You know, one of the questions that when I have clients and ask me this and they're trying to figure out, should I play the field and date multiple people or just date one person at a time or just not date? The question is, can you compartmentalize? In other words, can you release one person when you're with the other person? If you can do that, then this could be something for you to consider in order to get to know more people, see more about what you like, see more about personality types that match for you, personality types that don't match for you, right? If you feel guilty or if you feel shameful or if you are thinking about the other person and worrying if we go into this restaurant, could they show up? And if you're actually worrying about it, then that's not the path for you to follow. Does that make sense? It's like for some people, this is a natural gift. They just walk in and say, you know, I'm going to da- I'm gonna tell you what. Yes, I'd be more than happy to go out to dinner with you. I want to let you know that I'm also going out to dinner with two or three other people. So, of course, not all tonight, but you know what I'm saying, and I'm fine with it. Other people go, oh, my God, if I did that, I'd have to hide it. Then I'd be lying. Then don't go there. Figure out what works best for you. Uh, Text, more text coming in. We're going to try to get at this. Uh, Here's another one on focus. As a matter of fact, this came in about a month or two months ago, something pretty similar. Um, Okay, you're talking about focusing. What about when men look at other women? Is it true that men look at other women because they are visually stimulated, but women not so much so? Uh been dating for two years. We have a great sex life, but he is constantly looking at other women. It seems like there's no focus on me, comma, at least not hundred percent. Is this unusual? Question mark. Boy, lots of questions about focus. Smitty and I hit a uh, a button here. Okay. Both men and women are visual. Um society favors men to be more so. Both men and women are visual. Now are men more visual than women? Many people say yes, absolutely. Studies show that men are more visual when it comes to sexuality. However, there are many, many women. Just like years ago, you know, you wouldn't think that there's many women that could be good in sales or good as managers or good as owners of a business. Well, we've blown that out of the wind, out of the water. And the same thing with this whole visual cue point uh, perspective. I believe personally, by looking at the work of 23 years with clients, I believe women are a hell of a lot more. Or visual than they admit and or that they even know. But society favors men who are visual. In other words, there's a hell of a lot more men's magazines out there, i.e. nude women in magazines out there, than there are nude men for women. So we kind of have this societal value that it's okay for men to look at nude women all the time, but women doing it with men, not so much so, right? Um, Women have stronger emotional connections and their needs, so in a relationship, they may not be as, um, let's say, not as often skewed to look at great-looking guys walking down the street because they're so emotionally connected. Men, yes, men can be extremely deeply emotionally connected, but even if they are, we have been trained— and absolutely, men have the ability and oftentimes the interest to look at other attractive women. Does it mean it's going to hurt your relationship? You know what? That all depends on the basis of the emotional connection in the relationship. If a man and a woman, and we're just talking about heterosexual relationships right now, but if a man and a woman are very well connected, very open, very honest, a man can look at other attractive women and it's not a threat to the relationship. This is Factual. However, if a guy is used to looking at other women and his relationship with his current partner, his wife or girlfriend, is on shaky grounds, then of course, fill in the blanks, right? And what does this all mean anyway? It means that we need to be working harder at speaking and being open and honest. I have told this story so many times. My first wife shocked me one day. We lived in downtown Boston, Harvard Square. And she shocked me one day when we were sitting out and having a glass of wine at this little cafe on a Sunday afternoon, and she said, oh, my God, look at that gorgeous woman. It was the first woman in my life. I was very young. I was in my early 20s. My first woman in my life that had ever, ever, ever mentioned another attractive woman and wanted me to look at it. You know, up until that time, if I was with someone and I looked at at an attractive woman, I had to do it, like, really quickly and look away. What were you looking at? Uh, That the car over the tailgate over there, (laughs) right? Because you couldn't be honest. She was phenomenal as a teacher for me that you can actually be in a good, strong relationship because at that time before we divorced, we were in a good, strong relationship and that she was secure enough to say, oh, let's look at other women and look at how beautiful she is and look. And then I would say, oh, my God, look at that guy! He's ripped. And so we had this back and forth type of communication and she was extremely visual extremely visual. So this thing that women aren't as visual, I think it's more of a societal thing, honestly, quite frankly, than anything else. And so men and women in relationships, if you can appreciate, if you're secure and you have open, honest communication. Try to talk about the opposite sex. You know, try to appreciate someone who's attractive or who dresses well without it being a threat to the relationship, it doesn't have to be. And if it seems like it starts out to be that way, get help. Contact me at talkdavid.com or work with someone else to strengthen your relationship so that looking at a member of the opposite sex should not be a threat. Hey, listen, every week we leave you with these words and I want you to listen closely, be bold, be strong, and be positive. In 2014, go after your life's desires with your body, with money, with relationships, and don't forget to get our free book, The Power of Focus, talkdavid.com. And don't forget, in a couple weeks, coming up is the Change Your Life Now workshop. It's only $27. Join us by teleconference. Until next week, rock on. Exhausted in life, feeling that whatever you do is never enough to see lasting change? I'm David Essel, XM radio host and author of the new free book, The Power of Focus, yours at talkdavid.com. We're giving away 1 million copies of The Power of Focus free at talkdavid.com. You deserve your desires. Get your free book, The Power of Focus, today at talkdavid.com. For 21 years, positive talk radio equals David Essel alive. Listen on XM 168 every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific.